there's a line from an Alan Parsons song. And the line is, where do we go from here now that all the children are grown up? And it's true. It's like, what happens now? We, we did our things. Many of us raised children. Many of us had our jobs. Maybe we're done with the first part of our career. We've looked back at our lives and said, I've made my mistakes. I've, I've done my stupid things. Now what? Mm-hmm. And we're kind of the forgotten generation because the young kids are being taken care of and the middle-aged people are taken care of and the seniors are being taken care of. And we, the sandwich generation, are sitting here going, well, what about me? This is not your mother's middle age. No longer is waking up each day, living the wash, rinse, and repeat cycle acceptable. We have the life lessons, the relationships, the wins, and the losses with which to navigate to our highest self without hesitation and without fear leading the way. We have been there and done that, and so we have so much to offer the world and each other. So join me on this journey speaking to ordinary women doing extraordinary things for new insights, new ideas, new medical breakthroughs, and new life lessons. You will be inspired to find your best life here and now. My name is Wendy Charles McGuire, and this is your Second Wind Podcast. Okay, today on Second Win the Podcast in our series, Getting Your House in Order, we have Dr. Joe Esposito. And side note, I have been listening to Dr. Joe on the radio for over nine years now, and it's so cool that I am now sitting here speaking with him on my podcast. Who would have thunk it? Anyway, he is so qualified to speak to us and you are going to have so much information today. It's going to blow your mind. He is board certified in chiropractic, orthopedic, pain management. He is double board certified in nutrition. He has a BS in clinical nutrition. He's a retired dietitian, award-winning author, and the host of the number one health and wellness show in the country. And he's been in practice for over 35 years and he's only missed a half a day of work ever. It's crazy because he's so healthy because he lives the life that he's walking the walk and talking the talk about. So welcome to the podcast, Dr. Joe. Thank you so much for having me here. I'm so excited to be here. Great. Thank you. So let's dive right in and find out what you can tell us about what happens when we get to our midlife. It's a really serious issue that no one seems to talk about. And I, you know, I was saying there's a uh, there's a line from an Alan Parsons song. And the line is, where do we go from here now that all the children are grown up? And it's true. It's like, what happens now? We did our things. Many of us raised children. Many of us had our jobs. Maybe we're done with the first part of our career. We've looked back at our lives and said, I've made my mistakes. I've done my stupid things. Now what? Mm-hmm. And we're kind of the forgotten generation because the young kids are being taken care of and the middle-aged people are taken care of and the seniors are being taken care of. And we, the sandwich generation, are sitting here going, well, what about me? Yeah, I I totally agree with you. Totally agree with you. I feel like we are the most underserved part of the population, and women especially, unless you want to spend a lot of money on anti-aging creams and goop, right? you're ignored. Yes. So there are a lot of things that we can do, and it's never too late. The biggest complaint I get in my practice is, why didn't I do this sooner? Hmm. And people talk about nutrition, they talk about chiropractic, they talk about taking care of themselves, they talk about fixing their gut, which we'll cover a little bit today. And the biggest complaint is, why didn't I do this sooner? So the good news is for our listeners today is now is the time. You don't have to look back and say, why did I do it sooner? Do it now. Do it now. Several things that we need to do. First of all, 
we don't absorb nutrients like we used to. When we were a kid, if we remember, some of us, you drink a six pack of beer, have a pizza, sleep two hours and go to work the next day. Right. We can't do that anymore because our bodies are functioning differently. Our brain is functioning differently. Our metabolism is different. So a couple of things we have to look at. Number one, now more than ever, it's so important that we watch what we eat. And I always say the best four foods that we can eat are going to be fruits, vegetables, nuts, and seed. Anything that isn't a fruit, vegetable, nut, or seed is not going to give us the best bang for our buck. Okay. So a couple of general rules on nutrition. We got a lot to cover today. Number one, <laughs> if you're going to eat animal products, meat, butter, cheese, yogurt, eggs, ice cream, I recommend organic only or don't eat them. And the reason is when we were kids, we didn't have to worry about steroids, hormones, chemicals, pesticides, genetically modified food, glyphosate. These things didn't exist. Our grandmother would take a radish out of the ground, shake the dirt off and eat it. Right. And that was it. Now we have to, is it organic? Is it peeled? Was it touched? Is it pesticide laden? So it's a totally different world today than it was when we were kids. So we have to take that as a reality. I would prefer that you don't eat animal products. I haven't had an animal product in 35 years. 34 years now. So I've been vegan for 34 years and I'm almost 60. So I run circles around the 20 year olds and my staff always says, where do you get your energy from? How do you do this? You know, we run four clinics. I've got six doctors, a medical division, chiropractic division. We've got a whole nutrition division, a website division. We host, as you said, the number one health show in the country. We do shows on Sunday night, Sunday morning. I have a guest on two other shows during the week. So where does that energy come from? It's not that I have any special powers. I have great genetics. I stopped poisoning myself a long time ago. So if you're going to eat animal products, I always say organic only or don't eat them. And then you don't have to worry about the steroids and the hormones and the pesticides. Second rule, it's very simple, two rules. I want you to have something raw at every meal. When I say raw, broccoli, cucumbers, tomatoes, avocado, salad, and the reason is this. We don't age because of lack of nutrient. We age because of lack of enzyme. Mm. Enzymes are the magic ingredient that nobody talks about. You're a sack of chemicals. I'm a sack of chemicals. That's all we are. Why are we alive? What puts life into this body when it's sack of chemicals sitting in the corner? Exact same molecules aren't alive. It's the enzyme. <laughs> Enzymes, I, I talk about as a dating service. They're the ones that say, hey, calcium, I want you to come meet boron. Boron, I want you to meet magnesium. I want you guys to come together and make a bone or a liver or a spleen or a kidneys. So enzymes are the thing that keeps us young. Enzymes are the reason we could eat a pizza and a six pack of beer when we were 16 and, and be able to go to work the next day and now we can't. So the secret here, I'm going to blow out with number, secret number one, take more enzymes into your diet. And you get that by eating raw food. So my how is that? Food, like, do we lose enzymes as we get older? Is that our right? enzyme levels plummet as we get oh, older? Okay. It's called aging. Oh. So okay. how do we fight aging? We get those enzyme levels back up. And it's real easy to do. Something raw at every meal. So broccoli, cucumbers, tomatoes, avocado, salad, uh, pineapple, apple, something raw at every meal, at least one thing. Okay. My rule is I don't eat something raw at every meal. I take a digestive enzyme supplement. Very simple. Okay. Because you're thinking to yourself, I just can't do what I used to do. Why can't I do it? Well, if we get those enzyme levels back up, you'll be amazed. Okay. The more raw food we eat, the better we're going to be. Interesting. Okay. It's just that simple. So if you can have a whole raw meal, like for lunch, well, almost raw, I had a salad and I had lettuce and uh, you can have a honeymoon salad. So you can have a honeymoon salad or you can throw in peppers and cucumbers and avocados and radishes and whatever else you want into that salad. And then the first book I wrote is called uh, Eating Right for the Health of It. It's the first half of the book tells you how to change your diet. And the second half of the book is well over 200 recipes. I have a whole chapter of salad dressings right. in that book because people say, I think salads are boring. Well, you just don't know how to make a salad. Oh, yeah, so that's true. Put together a good salad. If you have just a salad as a meal, that's amazing. That's the best thing we can eat. 
But wait, Dr. Joe, I have to say this. My husband thinks he's eating healthier when he orders the, oh, whatever it's called, some steak salad. And then he puts, <laughs> gets the vinaigrette, but then he puts the blue cheese dressing on top of it. Yeah. I'm like, okay, so it's not healthy anymore. No, it's not healthy anymore. Right. The because salad, of the dressing. The salad without the dressing and the steak. Yeah. Good shape, yeah. You know? mm-hmm. Now, if you can, and a lot of listeners are going to say, well, Dr. Joe, I'm hungry if I do that. Throw in some chickpeas. You can buy a can of organic chickpeas for a dollar. Yeah. Have them in your pantry and say, you know, I don't want to have today. Let me just have some chickpeas and throw it on my salad. You'll be full. You'll feel happy. You'll have energy. You'll save a ton of money. You'll probably live longer. Your love life will improve. You'll lose weight. Your eyes will spark. Your hair will shine. Your breath will freshen. There's no downside. There really isn't. Yes. So something raw at every meal is a real good rule. And if you're going to eat animal products organic only, when my patients and I give up animal products, they are amazed how much energy I have. The number one consumer of energy we have as adults is sex. The number two consumer of energy is digestion. Now, most of us, as we get older, aren't having as much romantic issues as we used to, but we're eating every day. And so if we can take that energy that's going into breaking down a hamburger and putting it into your body, crazy things happen. You feel great. All those things we just listed. So those are my two general rules for nutrition. The more raw food you eat, the better off you're going to be. Okay. We we also dehydrate as we get older. Mm-hmm. And when you were a baby, there was a part of your brain in the hypothalamus that controlled hunger and another part of your brain that controlled thirst. When you became a toddler, those two parts of the brain grew together. So suddenly we're not thirsty like we used to be. So many times when you're hungry, you're not hungry or thirsty because your body can't tell the difference between hunger and thirst until thirst is way down the line. Oh, that's so interesting. I didn't know that. So if we raise babies, you remember when they were babies, I want to drink, I want to drink sippy cups everywhere. You always had to have liquid for them. Then they became toddlers. You don't do that anymore. Why is that? Because the hypothetical parts of the brain, the hunger and thirst centers grew together. <sighs> so simple rule, drink more water. Now you can do a herbal teas if you want to. That counts. You can do lemon water if you want to. Throw a little stevia in there as a sweetener. That's all fine. But when you start drinking more water, you're going to have so much more energy because many times we're simply dehydrated. Yeah. So those are the rules on nutrition for us halfway throwers. How about that? Halfway yeah. throwers. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Another thing I want to talk about is our digestive system. It's not what people talk about. It's not a common, it's not a party conversation. I would say it's not first date conversation. Hi, nice to meet you, Wendy. I'm Joe. I'm a little gassy today. You know, it's not something you talk about, <laughs> but it's so important because that's where we absorb our nutrients. We pass out our waste products and 80% of our immune system is in our digestive system. So it really does come down to pooping, doesn't it, Dr. Yes, it does. At no. least once a day, preferably twice a day. Right. If that ain't happening, something's wrong. And so many women have problems in this area. I see it every day. It's mm-hmm. not what they talk about on their first visit with me, but on their third or fourth visit. You know, Dr. Joe, can I ask you something? <laughs> you know, uh, women have a leaky bladder. Very common. You cough, you sneeze, you jump up and down, you pee yourself. And it's not just for middle-aged women. I'm finding it a lot in younger women, too. Why is that? Are you saying well, that? What is that? Why? 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 The muscles become weaker. All our muscles become weaker, obviously. And for men, the urethra is much longer than in women. For women, the urethra is very short. Between the bladder and the urethra outside the body is very short. So it doesn't have a lot of muscular contraction to hold everything in. Okay. So there's several things we can do. One of them, of course, is Kegel exercises. Mm-hmm. You pee a little bit, you stop. You pee a little bit, you stop. And that builds up that muscle. We got to check the nerves in the low back. The nerves in the low back control everything from the waist down. Back pain, leg pain, hip pain, knee pain, ankle pain usually is a pinched nerve in the low back. But that same nerve controls the colon, the sex organs, and the bladder. So if you have a pinched nerve in the low back, you might have gas, bloating, diarrhea, constipation, urinary problems, sexual problems, period problems. Of course, as we get older, maybe not. 
urinary issues, we talked about that. So many times it's a chiropractic case. You take the bones in the low back, put them back in place, open up the nerve supply to everything from the waist down, and suddenly you're young again. So interesting. that's an option as well. So we go back to the digestive system because, again, pinched nerves many times is the key to everything. We just fix that. But we're not digesting food like we used to. Number one consumer of energy is, di- is sex. Number two is digestion. The hardest food to digest is animal product. Animal protein is so hard to break down. So what we have to do then, like we said, try to avoid those animal proteins. If you are going to eat animal proteins, I do recommend a digestive enzyme. And on our website, drjoe.com, drjoe.com, uh, we have a whole line of supplements I've created. And one of them is a digestive enzyme. Every supplement on there, except one, no, in fact, all of them, I created for myself. Because oh, wow. I have problems. We all have health problems. Okay. So I created all of them for myself. And then now we put together protocols. You know, if you're a vegetarian, if you're a woman, if you're a man, we put together different protocols. But we got to make sure the digestive system is working. So if you have acid reflux, heartburn, burping, gas, bloating, diarrhea, constipation, don't ignore it. It's a warning sign. It's telling you something's wrong. How many times do I get on the tennis court and women will say, oh, I'm so bloated today? Always, right? And you're saying, yeah, every day I hear it. So easy And I even feel it occasionally. Like, what is that? Are you saying it's just enzymes probably not doing their job? Enzymes is part of it. The other part is there's usually a physical problem. The number one reason we see patients is pain. Neck pain, back pain, shoulder pain, car accidents, sports injuries. We're really good at that. The number two reason we see patients is digestive issues. Okay. And many times your health issues are physical, not chemical. And I'll explain that in a second. So we try to treat it with chemicals. We can take a, a supplement to help us digest food or something to help to prevent gas or eat beans. But many times we talk about muscles getting weaker. Your stomach sits below your diaphragm. Your diaphragm is a sheet of muscle in the middle of your body. Mm-hmm. Your stomach is supposed to sit below the diaphragm. Your stomach, as the diaphragm gets weaker, can rupture or herniate up through the diaphragm. Hmm. That's called a hiatal hernia. Right. Hiatal is part of the stomach, the hiatus, and it ruptures through the stomach. So now the stomach isn't breaking down proteins properly. So the food passes from your stomach into your small intestine, partially digested, where it rots. Right. When it rots, it causes gas, which causes bloating. Okay. So in so many cases, we simply adjust the stomach. We take the stomach and pull it down away from the diaphragm, manipulating the stomach away from the diaphragm. Now it's below the diaphragm. It's able to do its job. Would you say that that solves, just doing that in and of itself, do you see immediate results? Almost immediate. Sometimes it's a day or two. Yeah. Wow. Okay. But I've had people want to name their children after us after you fix their stomach. (laughs) Because, and here's the thing, it's not just the bloating and the gas and that issue, but your stomach has one job, main job, break down proteins into amino acids. So proteins are like a ball of yarn. The stomach enzymes break down and unravel this ball of yarn, and then they chop up that yarn into something called amino acid. Now, the amino acid tryptophan combines with vitamin B6 and creates a chemical called 5-HTP. Yeah. 5-HTP becomes serotonin in your brain. Serotonin is the happy neurotransmitter. It makes you happy and helps you focus. Right. So in this middle age uh, that we're in, many times we get sad, we get depressed, we get lonely, we get lost. That's all serotonin stuff. If we fix the stomach and get proteins to break down into amino acid tryptophan, tryptophan becomes serotonin, and suddenly the brain is working more efficiently. Serotonin becomes melatonin, which helps you sleep. Sleep. How many of us middle-aged folks have trouble sleeping? A lot of us. Yeah, I see a hand going up in the audience. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, but right now, like in my cabinet, I have all these supplements as well. And the big push is this 5-HTP thing and people are just buying it and amino acids. So people are, are saying, well, if I take these amino acids and the CH, CB, 
backs or sea backs or something like that. They're okay. Called. And then take the 5-HTP supplement. Voila, I should be all better now because right. I, I have now bolstered everything by throwing this stuff in there. Right. What do you think about that? It's treating the symptom. It's not treating the cause. Okay. And I'm okay with supplements. I'm a huge fan of supplements. Right. But if I can avoid a supplement, I will because a supplement is only trying to go upstream kind of, but we got to fix downstream and fix it there. So tyrosine, the amino acid tyrosine becomes dopamine. Dopamine gives us pleasure. Right. And so many times as we get to middle age, we don't have a lot of pleasure in life anymore. We enjoyed raising children. We enjoyed going out. We enjoyed dating. Uh, we enjoyed decorating the house, gardening. There's not a lot of pleasure anymore. A lot of that is due to dopamine reduction in the brain. Wow. So if we can get the tyrosine and the, do- the tryptophan and the tyrosine levels up naturally, that then becomes neurotransmitters. If we take, let's say, melatonin, Mm-hmm. The brain says, okay, I'm going to measure my melatonin levels. I got plenty. I don't need to make any more. Okay. So the brain becomes lazy. And now you get addicted, so to speak, to melatonin supplement. I'd rather give you the raw materials to produce the melatonin than give you the melatonin itself. Well, that makes sense. Yes. You know, I always joke on my radio. I said, I love when a woman whispers those three special words in my ear. That makes sense. <laughs> <laughs> yes. It just does. It just makes sense. And then glutamine becomes GABA. We got to go for what makes sense. Yes, exactly. Glutamine is another amino acid. Glutamine becomes GABA. GABA suppresses pain. GABA suppresses other neurotransmitters and other nerves from firing off. So by fixing the gut and allowing the stomach to break proteins into amino acids and eating easily to digest proteins like plants, not animals, now suddenly we've given the brain the raw materials and the capability to turn back time. Well, I have a really quick question then. When you say, and I can just see this, when you say it's hard for us to have enough enzymes or we use the most energy and the most enzymes breaking down animal sources, right? You're not just talking that steak. You're not just talking about that chicken. You're talking about dairy. Eggs. Eggs. Cheese, butter, yogurt. So a hunk of cheese is not a good thing. I hope my husband listens to this. (laughs) (laughs) Because you're wasting all your energy having your body try to break this down. Yes. Okay. Yes. And that's why I always say, I I do a show right around February called the Food Sex Connection. I call it the Food Romance Connection on the radio. And it's the only show I repeat every year. 51 shows are all unique every year, every day, every every year. But the Food Sex Connection is one I repeat because it's so important. And I always say, if you want to have a romantic dinner and you talk about, I'm going to go out for steak and lobster and wine and, you know, butter and bread and cheesecake and coffee, there ain't nothing romantic about that when it comes to romance. Might be enjoyable because most of these animal proteins also are very high in estrogen. Yes. And these estrogens counteract testosterone. Testosterone is your sex drive hormone. So that's why if you have a meal like that, you go home, chances are you're not going to be romantic. You're going to be in a bathroom. So you're not going to have a lot of fun. Or asleep. Or asleep. So that's why we say if you're going to make a romantic dinner, have some arugula. Arugula (laughs) is very high in nitrates. Nitrates converts into nitric oxide. Nitric oxide opens up your blood vessels. As we're older, our blood vessels become more brittle. They're not as flexible as they used to be. And when it comes to romance, we need good blood supply for men and women. And so if the blood vessels are get not as flexible as they used to be, the nitric oxide level isn't there to open up the blood vessels. You're eating saturated fats, which clog up the blood vessels. No wonder little blue pills are everywhere. Right. Okay. Right. So if, yeah. So if we can reverse that, crazy what happened. And it's really okay. kind of neat. And it's easy to do. So if you have nitrates and beet salad, arugula and beet salad and some water and maybe some ginger tea, which is anti-inflammatory and aphrodisiac. Now, suddenly eh, things may work out well at the end of the night. (laughs) So so, yes, there are big issues that happen for us middle-aged folks. 
and nobody talks about. Right. It's real. These yeah. are real things. 80% of your immune system is in your digestive system. And that's bacteria in your colon called the flora. And as we get older, our bacteria don't reproduce like they used to. And we're, we're a lot more chemicals in today's society. Even chlorinated water. Chlorine can kill off bacteria. It's, that's why we put it in pools to kill bacteria. Right. Drink it, kills off the bacteria in your colon. So oh they have gosh. an immune system. Following? Yes. So that's why I do recommend that at our age, we do take supplements. And we eat a good diet. And we make sure our nervous system is working. And we make sure our digestive system is working. It's a lot more work at our age. I would say it's all maintenance at this point, you know? <laughs> so Yeah, but it's so worth it because don't we want to, I mean, we have so much to offer now that we've gone through everything we've gone through to get to this point. I always say in praise of older women, you know, no games, no bull crap. You know, it's much easier because you've done all those stupid things. You've played those games. You've had those moments. And you're like, no, this is what I want out of life. Right. And not right. just as a partner, but as a coworker. Mm -hmm. I remember a while ago, I hired a doctor and she was in her late 60s. And after I hired her, she said, I didn't think anybody would want me because huh. I'm in my late 60s. I said, no, the reason I wanted you is because you're in your late 60s. Oh, I'm not going to have to worry about you getting crazy on me. I'm not going to have to worry about boyfriends <laughs> coming and threatening you and you get coming in drunk. And so, so I think it's wonderful to hire people that have had life experiences because they know, yeah, you know what? If I'm at work, I really should work. I shouldn't be on my phone. I shouldn't be surfing the internet old school work values Absolutely. and that comes with maturity and only Absolutely. time can give you that. So. That's right. That's right. And you were going to talk also about, so now we know about our gut and we know about our stomachs and we know about our enzymes and we have some quick ideas about nutrition. You wanted to talk about something we haven't talked about on this show yet is about the brain connection. Yes. The gut brain connection. When mommy and daddy got romantic way back nine months before you were born, the sperm and the egg came together and they formed two cells and then four cells. And the first thing to form is the brain. That's what forms first. Then the brain grows a little tail. You look like a tadpole and that's the spinal cord. And then the spinal cord has little branches off it and each branch becomes an arm, a leg, a heart, a lung, a liver, a spleen, a kidney. And that's how you're born. That's how you form in utero. The same cells that form the brain form the digestive system and they kind of separate away from each other. And they're connected by this big nerve called the vagus nerve. V-A-G-U-S. The vagus nerve is the connection between the brain and the gut. The gut controls the brain and the brain controls the gut. And we're even finding now there's Wi-Fi in your body. We used to think messages had to travel along the vagus nerve to get to the brain. Turns out they don't. Oh, there's really? Some, yes, there's Wi-Fi going on. We're not sure how it works yet, but there's Wi-Fi between the bacteria in your colon and your brain. I've not heard this one. Well, Wait, why? Well, it's, we don't know how it works. We just know that it works because you can okay. sever the vagus nerve, let's say, in an animal and the brain and the gut are still talking to each other. So they're trying to figure out how's that happening. The vagus nerve isn't there. It's got to be Wi-Fi. So the gut-brain connection is everything when it comes to Alzheimer's, Parkinson's, forgetting those senior moments, uh, losing your memory. And if we can keep that gut healthy, the brain is going to be a whole lot healthier too. And the bloating you talked about when you're on a tennis court, what do women talk about? I'm so bloated. I'm so bloated. The muscles are weaker. We may have to manipulate or adjust the stomach down away from the diaphragm. We want to check the spine because the nerves from the spine control everything. Make sure there's no bones out of place. And here's the thing with the spine. 90% of your nerves don't feel pain. 90% of our nerves don't feel pain? Correct. You well, then why it. are people walking around in so much pain? That makes no sense. That's only 10%. So for example, you don't feel your blood pressure. It's controlled by nerves. You don't feel your spleen. It's controlled by nerves. You don't feel your kidneys. Your, your adrenal glands controlled by nerves. So the nervous system, I believe, is the missing link in modern day healthcare. No one addresses the nerve to the organ. So if my liver isn't working, they treat my liver. Right. But what is the wire or the nerve going to my organ isn't working? It's like trying to get your computer to work, but it's not plugged in, you know? Right. That's a really good way to look at it. Yeah. yeah. So 
the approach we take in our offices is we check the nervous system first. Because many times you just got to reboot, plug everything in. Once we do that, then we also, in conjunction, we check the digestive system. Is there a physical problem? Is the stomach up against the diaphragm? Are all the valves opening and closing like they're supposed to? If they're not, we can actually go in there and adjust or manipulate those valves, those organs. So you're basically saying you're, it's like you're doing, you're looking at a house from the structure of the house first. Yes, correct. You want to make sure all the two by fours and everything are where they are. And then like what's underneath the sheetrock, right? Yes, correct. Okay. So how do you do those things? It's very simple. I mean, my team of doctors, we have chiropractors, one medical doctor, one nurse, we're hiring a nurse practitioner. So we start out with what I would consider basic chiropractic care. Mm-hmm. There's ways to check the nerves. You can actually check to see if they're working just by touching some of them. Okay. You can touch it. If you have a malfunctioning nerve, let's say, and I touch it and I push against any muscle in your body, that muscle will go weak because all the nerves in your body are connected. It's called a series circuit, like a Christmas tree. When we were kids, let's go back to when we were kids. And if one light bulb in a Christmas tree isn't working and you touch it, the whole tree blows out. Yeah. Your body's the same way. Okay. So malfunction. It's called applied kinesiology. Okay. Then we can look at x-ray. Then we can do physical examinations, orthopedic, neurological exams. Each bone is supposed to have a little bit of wiggle room in it. We can test each bone to see if there's wiggle room. If there's no wiggle room, it's, it's fixated or locked up. We have to adjust it to restore normal function. Gotcha. And that's also part of the aging process. If a joint is fixated, the disc above and below it will start to dry out. And as the disc dries out, we call that arthritis. Right. Okay. So arthritis is always, osteoarthritis is always physical. Bones are out of place. Joints are locked up. Restore normal function to the joints. Open up the nerve supply. Give the body the raw materials that it needs. It's like tuning up the car and putting good gas in it. You can okay. do one or the other, but you need to do both. Okay. Okay. And that's when the body starts to restore itself. Now we have a division. Our medical division is regenerative medicine. So we have different services we can do. Something called PRP. PRP is platelet-rich plasma. So what we can do is take your blood, spin it down in a centrifuge, and take out what's called the platelets. Mm-hmm. Platelets are the growth factors. These are the ones that when we were young, they were really active and kept everything growing. We can take the platelets and inject it back into your body in a certain area. So let's assume you have carpal tunnel syndrome. Okay. We can inject it into the joint and restore, many times restore normal function. If you have an arthritic knee, an arthritic spine, an arthritic shoulder, you can put PRP into the joint and that attracts, if you will, new growth cells, what we call stem cells. And the body starts to regenerate itself. You can do it for hair replacement. You can take PRP and inject it into the scalp and regenerate new hair growth. Interesting. For wrinkles, non-surgical wrinkles. You can do a non-surgical facial with PRP. Erectile dysfunction. You can take the PRP, inject it right into the male organ and kind of get new cells in there. Interesting. Women that leak, when we talked about leaky bladder, you can inject it. One of it, it's called, uh, my doctor is certified to do something called an O-shot, an orgasm shot. If women start to lose sexual desire, if they pee themselves, you can take the PRP, inject it right into the women's privates and start to regenerate those organs again. Now it's not foolproof and it's not going to work hundred percent of the time, but amazing results with PRP. So on this path we're on right now. So had a, a, an encounter with a lady who she looks puffy, like she's inflamed, super nice, great tennis player. She looks at me, she's maybe 40 pounds overweight and says, yeah, you know, they want me to get both. I have arthritis. They want me to get both my knees fixed. I keep getting shots, you know, and cortisone shots in my knees and everything. I'm like, wow, I wouldn't be so quick to jump on the surgery wagon there. I bet you there's some other things you can do. Now, you know, (laughs) but so what would you say to someone like that? You know, I've got this arthritis, stage you know. One, there's four stages of arthritis. Stage one, two, and three usually respond very well to PRP. Stage four, it may be too late. 
Okay. So that's why I started the show by saying, why didn't I do this sooner? Right. The biggest complaint I get. Right. So, and then it, we don't just do PRP. Then we add the chiropractic to realign the joint. Then we add the nutrition. So the body has the raw materials to rebuild itself. We have a laser that we use here in the office. And the laser sends laser, red laser into the body to stimulate what's called the mitochondria. Mm-hmm. Mitochondria is the part of the cell that produces energy. Right. And so we can do brain protocols. We can put it in, it goes right through the skull into the brain and activate brain cell. Uh, we can do it for pain management. We can do it for uh, so many different things, wrinkles. Um, so there's a lot of things that are out there in regenerative medicine that nobody even knows exist. Right. I didn't. And that's know. why I like to promote these things because I'm a patient too. Yeah. I want to get treated. Just I want to get the best treatment available. And so if I know it's there, I add it to my 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 group of, of doctors and we offer it to our patients. So let me ask you this, because we briefly touched on it. We were talking about the nutrition. You also mentioned our brain and our forgetfulness. And we have foggy brain yeah. and we're all going, oh no, it's because, you know, I, it's because I'm 55. That's why I didn't remember that. Right. What are you attributing that to? The brain cells get weaker. They get, the blood vessels get clogged up. The blood supply isn't going like it used to. We don't produce nitric oxide like we used to do to open up the blood vessels. Uh, saturated fats can clog up the blood vessels. Mm. And the brain, many times, the brain gets what we call type 3 diabetes. Our brain gets Our brain, diabetes. Yes. You can get type 1 diabetes where the pancreas isn't producing insulin. That you're born with that, you need insulin. Right. Type 2 diabetes, about 80%, I would say even more than that, of the people can manage that and reduce or eliminate the need for medication through diet. Right. Dietary. Right. It's called insulin resistance. So what happens is you eat sugar, your pancreas releases insulin, insulin goes to the cells, and insulin is like a key. It goes up to the cell and opens up the cell, and the cell opens up and allows glucose into the cell to be used as fuel. Mm-hmm. If you produce too much insulin because you're eating too much sugar, the cells say, wait a minute, if I let the insulin open me up, I'm going to get too much sugar in there, and it's going to gunk up the works. So the cells resist the insulin from opening them up, insulin resistant. If it happens in the lower part of the body, it's type 2 diabetes. And then we try to give you sometimes more insulin to force it into the cell. Oh, my gosh. It doesn't make sense. You got to do the other way. Stop producing the insulin. Oh, my gosh. So that the cells become more receptive. If I haven't seen insulin in a while, come on over. Let's get together. If that happens in the brain, it can lead to Alzheimer's disease. The brain is not utilizing sugar. And so now the brain starts to short circuit. Bam. (laughs) Yes. Brain exploded. And so many times, that's why we always pay for the sins of our past. So if you're eating a lot of sugar now and you eat a lot of, uh, produce a lot of insulin, stop it. Stop it. Stop it. Stop your <laughs> Stop, Stop it. it. And then what happens is the brain starts to go, I haven't seen insulin in a while. I kind of need a little sugar now, don't I? And now the brain many times starts to work. So we get somebody like that. We get them on something like coconut oil. There's a great book written by a doctor, medical doctor called What If There Was a Cure? What if there Her was husband, a cure? Okay. What if there was a cure? Her husband had Alzheimer's and she said, there's got to be a better way. And she started giving him coconut oil because coconut oil is high in ketones and ketones can be utilized instead of sugar. And so now insulin isn't opening up the cells, but it, ketones can get in there. Ketones are doing it. Yes. Now I'm not saying go on a ketogenic diet. That's right. a totally different story. Right. Um, I don't recommend that, but we don't give the cell sugar and we give them ketones. And now the brain will say, I'll use ketones instead. So you can see some improvement. Not, it's not going to be like I'm healed instantly, but in many cases we have to heal the damage that we did when we were young. So quick question. So for all of us who are sitting there going, wow, okay. I've had a few years there where I've had wine every night, yeah. or I've really enjoyed my mochas, mm-hmm. my frappuccino, whatever it may be. Sure. 
And now you're 55 years old, say, right. <laughs> let's just say, for example, maybe you know somebody, for example. I don't know. <laughs> what do I do? What do we do? If we don't want, we're going to stop it. Let's say, okay, I am listening to the show today and I'm saying, okay, I'm going to stop it today. Are we doomed the fate of what we've done? Absolutely not. That's the good part is when I went to school hundred years ago, we were taught that once a brain cell was dead, it was dead forever. Done. Right? That's Done. what I heard. If you, you hold your sneeze in, you'll kill brain cells. You'll never get back. Right. Have you heard that? I've heard yes, that. I have, but it's not. Yes. Okay. It turns out the brain is constantly regenerating cells and the brain has something called plasticity, like plastic. So if somebody has a stroke and then suddenly they go through rehab and they start to move again or they start to function again. Right. Well, if the cell brain cells were dead, that can't be. And that was one of the questions I had as a student, but there were no answers. Now there is. The brain can rewire it. So if I damage a part of the brain, the body can rewire around that damaged area and then many times regenerate those damaged cells. Wow. So it's not too late. Now, not sometimes, too late. okay. No, I was just saying it's not too late. Okay, that's right. good Sometimes too. it goes too far. I'm not going to say everyone can be reversed, but the quicker you get to these things, the better off you're going to be. Okay. And so if you go to our website, drjoe.com. I have over 1,500 hours of podcasts. So pick a topic you want. You can put in women's health. We did part one and part two, four hours of women's health. We did men's health. We did toxic housing, children, digestive issues, brain issues. You name it, we've probably done a show on it. Diabetes, weight loss, thyroid problems. Type in what you're looking for, hit enter, and chances are we've done a show, an article, a blog on it, and it's free. Right. Go to the website, drjoe.com. Go down the rabbit hole. Listen to as many shows as you want. It's all free. Read the articles. If you have questions, you can send them to me through the website. A little bot pops up and says, hey, you want to chat? Oh, yeah. Answer it. Um, one of us will answer you as quickly as possible. Okay. That's and, awesome. And so we also want to look at supplementation because I am a huge advocate of supplements. Now, I started years ago and I, cre I wanted to create a supplement that would be a core supplement. So I created something called Dr. Joe's Essential Source. Get your essential nutrients from the source, which is why fruits and vegetables. So it's fruits and vegetables in a powder form. Then we had prebiotics, probiotics, digestive enzymes, and a complete multivitamin. That's the base. Then I said, I'm still missing minerals. I'm still missing phytonutrients, sea vegetables are loaded with iodine, omega-3 fatty acids. So then I created Dr. Joe's super greens. So I take a scoop of super greens and a scoop of essential source every single day, sometimes twice. Okay. Like yesterday we got a new shipment in and it was a different manufacturer. So Garrett and I sat here in our studio and we tried each one and they were great. So I had three doses of super greens <laughs> and essential source yesterday. <laughs> But you're and not going to OD on that. It would take a lot to OD, but man, I felt yeah. great. I slept great. Crazy how good it was. That's the minimum. Okay. Now in the world of immune concerns that we have, I want to make this show timeless. You have to get your vitamin D levels up. Right. And as we get older, vitamin D is the missing link. Your enzymes is an overall nutritional link. The immune system secret is vitamin D. You're going to say that vitamin D, would you say that's like the number one link that's missing right now? As far as immunity, absolutely. Wow. Okay. I believe that if we had everybody taking at least 5,000 international units of vitamin D, we wouldn't be in the mess we're in right now. Really? How much is 5,000 international units? Five drops. Wow. It's not a lot. I always say it's the cheapest insurance policy you'll ever buy. Five drops a day minimum. Now, if I start feeling a little under the weather, if I had a busy day, if mm -hmm. I'm traveling, I'll take 50,000 international units for three days and then drop back to 5,000 again. Okay. Okay. So that's kind of like my emergency, uh, you know, first aid protocol there. So you got to get the vitamin D in there. I take a supplement called glutathione. Glutathione is the master antioxidant in the body. And as we get older, the reason we wrinkle, the reason our muscles get weaker 
is because of free radicals. Free radicals are like Pac-Man. They eat through things, waka, 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 waka. And they're eating through your skin. They're eating through your collagen. Uh, they're eating through your cells. Antioxidants fight the free radicals. Free radicals are just from us living. Just living. We all the produce them right now. We're producing them. But it's when to balance too many free radicals, not enough antioxidants. Okay. So super green is an essential source. And then glutathione are excellent sources of antioxidants. What so about I take that protein, in. Dr. Joe? You know, you hear uh, in a, one of the doctors I've had on, she said, there's lots of studies right now that show that women, especially as we age, we need more protein. I would ask, What's your thought on that? I would ask this question. It's rhetorical. And then I'll answer it for myself. Okay. Why do we need more protein as we get older? Because we're not digesting it like we used to. Oh. So we don't need more protein. We need to digest the one we have. Light bulb went oh. on, didn't it? Because why do you need different protein in a 16-year-old? Well, you don't. You just need no, to digest it like a 16-year-old. Your car just got slower. There you go, right. <laughs> okay. And you need to get it back up. Yeah, clean out, clean out, clean out the gaskets and the, the jet and the fuel injectors and everything else. Yeah. Well, so I'm glad you said in. clean out. Uh -huh. Can I quickly interject something? So when you say clean out, so a lot of people are into the new year or every now and then intermittent fasting. I'm yeah. going to detox. I'm going to do this. How right. do you feel about these rave things that people are doing, whether it's something that's good to do? I think that you believe in a little bit of intermittent fasting. I think intermittent fasting is great. Minimum, everyone should fast for 12 hours a day. 12 hours a day, not so just eat. You have dinner at six, don't have breakfast till six. Okay. See how easy that was? Okay. Yeah. Very yeah. simple. You have, you have dinner at six, don't eat breakfast till six. You have dinner at eight, don't have breakfast till eight. So at least 12 hours a day, give the body a rest. Again, number one consumer of energy is sex. Number two consumer of energy is digestion. Give your body a half a day off. Let it rest. Let it rest so it can reboot. Exactly. Right? And clean itself out. Okay. And that's We have one of our supplements is Dr. Joe's intestinal formula. And it, it helps bowel function. It's the only supplement I have that I don't want you to take because take it short term and then fix the cause so you don't have to keep taking it. Gotcha. Okay. And so when people say, Dr. Joe, I've been taking your intestinal cleanser for five years now. It's the greatest thing in the world. Ah. Oh, right. You shouldn't <laughs> be doing that. Right. So omega-3 fatty acids are important too. It helps with brain function. I take omega-3 fatty acids every day. It's recommended to take like 400 uh, micrograms. I take a gram. So I take omega-3 fatty acids. I take B-complex because as we get older, we don't absorb B vitamins like we used to. Mm -hmm. Out of your stomach, there's a, something in your stomach called intrinsic factor. Intrinsic factor allows you to absorb B12. B12 is the one that gives us energy. Right. And so intrinsic factor drops as we get older and the stomach isn't working like it used to. So make sure you get those enzymes up so you can create intrinsic factors so you can absorb your vitamins. Enzymes. Back to the enzymes. Back to the enzymes. So what do you feel about, how do you feel about detoxing? The rave right. is, and you can go anywhere and buy all these different kinds of detoxes. Sure. What should I we, think, is there something right. we should be worried about? I is think you detox every day. And you do that by not putting toxins in. Oh. Your body's self-cleaning, okay? okay? So you don't have to... You know, I'm going to eat cookies and cakes and donuts and pastas and then take something that's going to make me go to the bathroom for six hours straight and I'll detox. No, don't put them in. Fixing the cause, not treating the symptoms. Again, we can so, go back so to that. We don't, so are you saying we don't really actually need to detox? By no. eating cleanly, we are detoxing? You got it. You're so smart. Oh, I try. Yeah. <laughs> oh my gosh. So all these detoxes that people are going on, are you calling them unnecessary? It's okay to do it, but then don't go back to your old lifestyle. Right. Okay. Yes. If you're going to do it and then say, this is the beginning of my new client of my new life. Perfectly okay. fine with that. Yes. Like kind of, it's kind of like clearing the slate. Yes. 
clean it out. And then, you know, in our office, we do a 21 day uh, doctor supervised weight loss protocol. And sometimes we call it a detox. So for okay. 21 days, let's get you on supplements. Let's get you eating right. And then after that, then that's the new you. So I'm okay, okay with it. As long as you understand it, it's not temporary. It's permanent. Gotcha. So and to let you have your day, because you've been so gracious in talking with us, what would you say? So enzymes are the most important thing. Yes. What's the second most important thing? Water. Well, is an essential source and a minimum supplements we should take every day because that's gonna, okay. that's the core supplement. So those are on the website, drjoe.com. And you can pick them up in our offices, Marietta, Duluth, Stockbridge, and West Cobb. Save shipping. I'm more, all about saving money. Um, and, or we can ship them to you. Uh, enzymes, raw food. If you're eating a cooked meal, take a digestive enzyme. It's on the website, drjoe.com. Vitamin D, especially in the winter, especially now, I can't stress anything more than you've got to get those vitamin D levels up. Okay. On our website, drjoe.com, we did a great lecture several years ago out in California called The Seven Deadly Sins of Nutrition. So if you're looking for a starting point, yes, listen to The Seven Deadly Sins of Nutrition. They are alcohol, meat, sugar, dairy, coffee, soda, and artificial sweetener. Mm -hmm. Now, all of our audience right now said, that's my whole diet. <laughs> Probably. I eat alcohol, meat, sugar, dairy, coffee, soda, and artificial sweetener all day, every day. I could starve if I don't eat that. Right. The follow-up to that is another hour program that we did called So... What can I eat? Yeah, I listened to that one. Okay, so you know. And it's yeah. breakfast, lunches, dinner, snacks, parties, raising kids. It's all there. And my first book is a great way to change your diet, eating right for the health of it. My second book that you just held up earlier, uh, Prescription for Extreme Health. And that's the guide. That's everything. There's the owner's manual. Just read that and you've got a whole understanding as to what's going on with the body. And then the website, type in what you're looking for in the search bar. Whatever that topic is. We've done a show on it. We've done an article on it. We've done a blog on it. Uh, if it's not there, you can send me a question through the website. I'm more than happy to answer them for you. I want to be your doctor. I want to be the source that you go to when you have questions. Because I have people all over the country and in different and in different countries listening, sure. and they can still access you, correct? DrJoe.com. Yep. Yeah. I, yep. oh, the radio show goes all over the world. So right. we have followings, of course, Romania, Germany, Japan, Guam. I mean, weird places go, oh my gosh, we all listen. We gather around and we listen to the show every 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 Sunday night. And I'm like, how do you find me in Guam? You know? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's a cr it's crazy what technology can do. It's great, yeah. Now, let me just ask you a quick question in case anybody's wondering, because I always wonder about when I'm listening to people, how did you get started in this health quest? My father uh, had an accident. Uh, I was born in May. My father fell, fell off a ladder in January. Fell off a ladder, bro broke his back, fractured his skull, went deaf immediately. So this is before you were born. Before, before I was born, a few months before I was born. My mother had a three-year-old daughter, my sister at home. My mother at the time, women didn't work necessarily traditionally. They were stay-at-home moms. She was probably 24 years old. Here my dad is laying in a coma. My mother's pregnant with me. My sister's a three-year-old at home. We're living in this tiny little apartment in Hoboken, New Jersey. My father was a laborer, so we had no money to begin with. And my father went deaf. And so I was born. My father was in the hospital when I was born. And his back always hurt. Now, he went deaf. But he could still speak and walk and everything. And he said, Joey, Joey, come here. Rub my back. My back's killing me. Come here. Rub my back. Old Italian guy. So I'd rub his back and he'd feel better. So as a little kid, I remember getting instant positive feedback from my father. And I was like, oh, I got kudos from daddy. He liked that. So I started researching, he had something called nerve deafness. So I thought, well, I'll just become a neurosurgeon, operate on my father and bring his hearing back. Pretty simple. So the more <laughs> I read, why not? What the heck, right? <laughs> so academics was never a challenge for me. I'm, this is easy stuff for me. I got a good brain. So I said, okay, I can go to any school I want to. And my professors in even undergraduate school said that, you know, you're the brightest male student we've ever had. We send you anywhere you want to go. So 
I thought about being a neurosurgeon and I started talking to different types of doctors. I played football and hockey. I was always getting hurt. So I talked to a lot of doctors and they said, don't do it. Don't become a doctor. It's a lot of work and it's long hours and it's bloody and patients are pain in the neck. And this is when doctors actually got paid for what they did. Right. The old days. You, know, you got right. dressed up and put on clean underwear. You went to the doctor, you know? Yeah. Yeah. And I walked into a chiropractor's office one day. My grandmother said, you know, Joseph, Joseph in German. She said, Joseph, why don't you go talk to my chiropractor? He does something with nerves. It's okay. So I walked into a chiropractor's office, hair down to my shoulders, 210 pound bearded football player, baggy jeans, work boots and a, and a flannel shirt. I walk in, this guy couldn't have been nicer to me. It's an amazing profession. You really should get into holistic health. I mean, and he couldn't have been nicer. So I said, what year is this? 1976, probably. Really? Because holistic, that's still new. I mean, oh, well, holistic yeah, health is very, very old. Oh, yeah. oh we were still black back then. Yeah, now we're it cool. It was new yeah. for us. Yeah. So it was a little freaky, yeah. Yeah. So I said, this is a, a fluke. Let me try somewhere else. I walked into another chiropractor's office. Couldn't have been nicer. So I started learning about holistic health because suddenly I liked these guys. They were cool. Mm-hmm. And the more I researched into holistic health and non-surgical health, and I'm not against surgery, I'm not against drugs. I think it's fascinating. If you need it, take it. But if we can fix it without it, let's do it that way first. Right. So I remember going home to my mother and saying, I want to be a chiropractor. And she said, I don't care if you're a garbage man. Be the best garbage man there is. What a good mother. And I thought, wow, what a great statement. So I started researching colleges. I found the college I wanted to go to, uh, Life University, Marietta, Georgia. And I was 23 years old when I graduated. I zipped through undergrad, I zipped through graduate school, and I was just like this whiz kid. And at 23, I had no idea what I was doing as an adult. I was just this young, long-haired punk. And so my first couple of years in practice, I struggled because I had no business sense. Okay. And then, of course, things got better and things grew from there. And I went on and got six other degrees right. and uh, had them all before I was 30. And so it's been a fun, like the Grateful Dead, what a long, strange trip it's been. But it's been <laughs> a lot of fun. <laughs> and... As people are talking about retiring and uh, 401ks and you're taking money out, Medicare, I, that's not even an inkling of a thought at this yeah. point. Because there's so many people that need to get well and stay well. And that's our job here is to get people well and keep them well. Thank you so much. Yes, thank you. And everybody needs to know, just people aren't getting the information. Right. We're just not getting it. Well, if you want more information, have everybody follow us on, uh, especially Instagram, Instagram and Facebook at Dr. Joe Esposito at D-R-J-O-E-E-S-P-O-S-I-T-O. We post all the time. Uh, We always let you know we're doing a show. So you can always tune in. We live stream all our shows. Uh, We do podcasts like this. And so... We, you and I can work as a team and everyone listening can be a part of this team. Part, you know, we all become ambassadors to get the word out. Yes, Listen that is what shows. I'm trying to do. Yes. Yeah, learn. And the more you learn, the more you're going to realize that it's not hard. It's really easy and really quick and really inexpensive to stay young. Yes. And find your true self. Yes. Find that's, your purpose. that's what this whole point, fix yourself. Like you said, we're trying, looking for our true selves and you can't do that unless you're healthy. You do not have to get older and feel like crap. Exactly. Yes. You're uh, like a candle, burning bright right till the end. So, uh, <laughs> thank you so much, Doctor Joe. I so enjoyed speaking with you. As I told you in my email, I was a little starstruck. Oh, <laughs> the guy I've been listening to for so long, I get to see. Oh, it's just—it's one of those things, you know. Well, I'm—I think I'm a little more flattered, and thank you. I appreciate <laughs> that. Anybody has any questions? DrJoe.com. Uh, feel free to reach out. I want to be here for you. I want to help get you, get you where you want to be. Thank you so much. We're going to put all this in the show notes. And until next time, breathe in your second wind. Thank you for listening today. I hope that something you heard made you smile, made you think, and made you feel. 
If these incredible stories empowered you, awakened you, or left you feeling inspired, make sure to share with a friend and write us a review on iTunes so we can continue to change lives through this content. Make sure you tag us while you're listening on our Facebook group, My Second Wind, or hit the link in the show notes to join the conversation. Until next time, go ahead and breathe in your second wind.